We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey everyone, it's me, Veda, the God of Justice, or was the God of Justice. Yeah, about that. You'll find out this season. Well, anyways, stopping by here to thank our patrons. We have our Terrascu patron, the Seven Sins, our Dragon patrons, Chris Slate, Darkwing MT, Evie from HR, Glassman93, Mandy Johns, and Rick Haberlin. And we also have our Cobalt patrons, Alex Hollinsworth, Daniel Paleolo, Dead Dog 47, Kobo RX, None to Nine, and Remington Cloutier. Thank you guys so much. You all are awesome. Now, everyone, hope you enjoy season three of Fumbling Four in the Almighty Crit, the God's Campaign. Let's hope. We can get our God Sparks back. Well, welcome back to the Fumbling Corner and the Almighty Great. I am the Almighty Great Aaron. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> I thought you did that for no reason. Uh, well, today's question of the day. Would you rather be an actor or an astronaut? I knew that was going to be the fucking question. Actor or astronaut? Uh, astronaut, because then I can pretend to be an actor. Please tell me how you knew that was going to be the question. Okay, I knew it was going to say actor. Or astronaut. I knew astronaut was coming after because that is the only thing that came in my mind. <laughs> so you'd rather be an astronaut so you can pretend to be an actor? No, I'd rather be an actor so I can at least pretend to be an astronaut. Okay. That's yeah, not I what, guess what, what you No, said he said astronaut. I'd rather be an astronaut so I can pretend to be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> like You know what? Today's society, I wouldn't put it past him. I thought it was yeah. weird, but I was like, it's Aaron, so <laughs> Hello, my name is Mark. I'll be playing the Paladin Baneer Pinebraid, and I would much rather be an astronaut because that would be fucking cool. And he could travel to Uranus. <laughs> you could fit. Oh, I'll let it go. Sixty-three Earths in Uranus. Sixty-four if you were left. <laughs> Just saying. Why do you know these things? A lot about Uranus. But anyways, I'm Daniel. I play the sorcerer known as Byros or Sorabi. I'm sorry. Sorabi. That'll come up here in this episode. You do. You clean it up. Uh, <laughs> I would probably, I would say astronaut, but I think I would be afraid of space. <laughs> you drool much there. <laughs> but uh, I think actor would be easier. But I don't know. I'd be like DJ Qualls. That's the kind of roles I get. 
I don't even know who that is. It's the guy from the new guy. Yes. And Delta Farce. Yes. Road trip. Yeah. Well, he would. But I mean, I would be fine being an astronaut actor as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could, he could always make that movie. Yeah. All right, I'm Michelle, and I'm playing Nim Silverleaf, the Druid. What else? Stop looking. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, stop looking, Michelle. Shh, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and um, I would want to be an actress because, well, you could play all kinds of different roles, not just an astronaut. <laughs> but you could also be an astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, but um, Ariel, I play Veda, the fighter, and I would be an astronaut. So you can get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> How did I know she was gonna come up with some bullshit like that? <laughs> Not everything's about you, Aaron. <laughs> but it always is. No, I'd be cool to cool see to go space. To space, float around. Rocket man. <laughs> that's in, in Mark's rocket. That'd <laughs> be on loop. On That'd be on loop the whole time, man. He comes back and he doesn't know how to speak English anymore. He just knows how to speak in Elton, Elton John. <laughs> Elton John rocket songs. Yeah. If Aaron was an astronaut, he'd be like Wallowitz off a of Big Bang Theory and they'd call him Fruit Loop. <laughs> He just screamed the whole time. <laughs> Cry to Ariel. I hate it up here. It's so dark and lonely. <laughs> and all the other astronauts won't play with me. <laughs> See, that everybody knows why I wouldn't be an astronaut now. Well, yeah. you'd, you'd have one astronaut, but he'd be busy listening to old John. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> just hear that. Last time we left off. Yes. Uh, so recap time. So last time we left off, uh, you guys finally figured out how to get the fuck out of the hole. I left you two options and you explored one and a half of them. <laughs> you filled the entire room up with water and then right at the last second went, oh, we could use grappling hooks. So, <laughs> so you ruined an ancient site. And then uh, fucked off with a crumbling hook. It's only partially flooded. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Once out, Veda got a... Veda got her bearing, looked around, and noticed that the tallest tower to Fellhold Castle was oh. in ruin. After which, you all decided that the smartest choice would be go to Mildspire. And head to the college. On your journey, your paladin friend, Baneer, fell unconscious and the life left his eyes. Only to reveal his soul had been placed in Veda's sword. Once you got to Mildspire, you made contact with none other than Osman. And, uh, a shitty little girl. It has no parents, apparently. <laughs> so, where we pick up, Osman has brought you to Milespire Clock Tower, the central most point and Tara's favorite place. Tara's favorite place. That the clock tower also does not have a clock anymore. Oh, yay. It's just a big ass hole in the building. <laughs> a giant middle finger. Just sticking out. 
Osman liked tariffs and he knew that tariff had a oh, fear of nice. clocks. So Osman took the clock out. Oh, quick so. deviation. I was listening to season one again because, you know, I'm, I have no time on my hands. Um, and you set up Osman to like in the face of everybody, like to be an asshole, but you were the only motherfucker that cared for anybody in the entire squad. <laughs> and, uh, you know how like, leave it to the asshole. Yeah. It's like, you know, for being an asshole, you do a lot of, cause there's a lot of little things you'd be like, I just want to make sure Tariff isn't going to get hurt. I just want to make sure no one's going to get hurt. It's like, I thought, I thought you were some asshole that didn't care about shit. <laughs> Osmond, it's all due to Osmond's backstory. Yeah, but actually, <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> no. Osmond wasn't always an asshole. Osmond just got treated like shit for so long that he just became an asshole. But he still cared. But nonetheless, now we're here. So yes, we are at the clock tower with no clock face. Um, as you step through the doors, Ampersand's ADHD energy wears off, and he thumps to the floor and begins to snore. He hasn't changed at all. I thought he was never going to shut up. Yeah. What? You kind of just, you learned to tune him out. That's what I did. Huh. The big guy can't words. There's a difference between being funny and just being stupid. You're not funny. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was like, what words? I'll work on that. <laughs> the old man did whisper burn after that happened. <laughs> like, Shut up, you're old. Huh? <laughs> old bitch. <laughs> I'm going to just go wide-eyed. She flips you two birds. It's not a bird. I'm like Osmond's just making his way to the little girl is still following you. The halfling is still following at a, at a slight distance, but following. Don't we get to my office? Mm -hmm. As you're walking up the stairs, though, the girl will be. She asks you. Um. So the big guy, what do we just leave him there? He's fine. Okay. Do you think you could carry him? No, your majesty. That's why I said leave him. Aye, aye. How close behind me is she? <laughs> She's like five feet. Never mind. I was going to kick her off the stairs. <laughs> but Reverse <she's> gravity. What? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you guys get to the top office the whole way. Veneer's just off the stairs. Now, Veda would have left him down there, too. She wouldn't have just knocked oh, him well, around. <laughs> Veda's not dumb. So, yes, all of you, to include Veneer in the sword, uh, get to Veda's. Nope, that's wrong. Get to Osman's office. Please. Make yourself at home. But not that chair, old fuck. That's my chair. I told you to shut. Why don't you go away? I thought we were gonna... You're annoying. 
So we're not going to do... What? Do what? We're not, we're not going to build... Mm. If you're not going to answer my question, get out. Guess we're not going to build I'm gonna point. Today. I'm going to point towards the door. Like old man hand point towards the door so my <laughs> hands can... <laughs> so she kind of huffs and starts storming towards the door. She's glaring the whole time and she just stomps on your toes. Ow. <laughs> the door slams behind her. Put my hand up. <laughs> she is very annoying. My toes hurt now. So... What all do you want? I'm, I'm uh, taking my boot off and I'm now massaging my toes. <laughs> Veda's gonna kind of like take the sword out so like Veneer can, you know. <clears throat> well, I need my soul back in my body. Is there anything you can do about that? Yeah, I can do something about that. So I'm gonna go get one of the gems. As soon as Osman comes back, he just kind of taps the sword and Benir wakes up downstairs. <laughs> the gym turns to dust. Ta-da. I'm going to stand up, brush myself off and walk upstairs. I'm going to open the door. So as you're going to the stairs, the little girl's standing there and goes, <clears throat> you'd make a nice throw pillow. Okay. And what is that supposed to mean? Fuck you. And walks away. <laughs> is there like a couch in the office? No. <laughs> There's only his chair. <laughs> That's yep. it. Because having furniture around assumes that you're having guests and Osmond has no guests. <laughs> what? <laughs> it makes you feel like you can stay here. Describe yes. this office to me. So this office is a, like a big open room. It has a desk, <clears throat> a chair, one chair and it has a bunch of tools and there's like stuff in the room like um, piles of scrap and like prototypes of stuff I've been like fiddling with probably a bookshelf with some books on it Um, it's probably it yeah so I'm I'm gonna go acquire one of the the bigger volume books and I'm gonna kind of sit on the floor and take the book and lean on the pile of scrap. <laughs> when I when I said make yourself at home, I didn't literally mean make yourself at home. Mm. Whatever. All right. Is there anything else you guys wanted? Well, we need to restore these three to their godhoods again. And we don't know where to start. We're hoping someone here in town would help. This is full of the smartest people I know. <laughs> Unless you know someone smarter. Me. <clears throat> well, lucky for you guys. One of the second smartest <laughs> happens to be around here somewhere. Charlie. You forgot to get the toast! Charlie! <sighs> Charlie's gonna run over and grab your right arm and jerk it down. Ow. He's gonna start looking it over. Charlie. What did you do? What do you mean, what did I do? I'm gonna die! What are you talking? Excellent. 
Oh, shit. I remember what you told me about that arm. So, where's the arm? Where's the... It's right here. No, that's not the one I want. I want the big metal one. The one that... And you can... And it... <laughs> Where did he go? What'd you do with it? Well, where's Kamal real right now? He's like, where's he at? I killed the little fucker. He's dead. <laughs> so is he, what'd you do with it? Huh? I don't know. I wanted to spend a while, Charlie. I love you too. Where's your arm? It's kind of important that I know where it's at. I don't know. The big like voice in the sky just kind of just told me that it was gone. Fuck that voice. I know, right? Gay's a dick. Anyway, um, I'm still here. So, uh, uh, I I mean, I was supposed to, at the start of this whole thing, I was supposed to have my arm, but I think the big voice in the sky kind of forgot that I had an arm, an adamantine arm, so. Took lots of stuff. (laughs) Say what? (laughs) Said took lots of stuff. (laughs) He's still conscious. He's just like trying to act like he's trying to sleep. Yeah. So, um, okay, well, um, we're just gonna have to wrap your arm up in a giant metal box for now. I don't, but I, hi, I don't think that would be good. Charlie. It's great, it'll work. I promise. Hopefully, death comes for us all someday. <laughs> miss you too, Charlie. I miss you too. Yay, big happy reunion. Osman, you, I am, we are not on speaking terms. You forgot the toast. Toast? What toast? Mm-hmm. Toast. Nim? Yeah? I need Puff. Puff's gone. That's, no, no, Puff's not gone. No, that was, no, Puff's his bestest friend. Puff's always around. I need fire right now. I need fire to make toast. The big man in the sky <laughs> told me he Osmond was gone. just produces flame. There, there's your fire. Well, now I don't want it. <laughs> what do you want? Little cat, can you help us? <clears throat> I will have you know, I am a feline. He said cat. They are not the same thing. How are okay. they different? Because feline sounds fancier. Little feline. Ha! Joke's on you. I am a kitten. But yes, you may address me as Sir Kitten. Sir Kitten. I'm going to grow up to be a big paladin like you, Beta. Grow big and strong. Charlie. Yes. We're kind of in a predicament. Uh, I would say so. We lost our god smarts. (gasps) I don't see how that's a problem. We're not gods anymore. We kind of need them to become gods again. I mean, the way I see it, you have no responsibilities. Never had them. So you can go to bed anytime you want. You can eat all the ice cream you want. You have no responsibilities. Why would you want all that back? What's ice cream? That sounds good. It's delicious as well as chocolate chip and peanut butter cookies. Like grandma used to make. Well, here's my reasoning as to why they need to reascend as gods. They are the only ones that know how to be responsible gods. Even if they were slightly irresponsible before. 
they didn't go overboard with their powers and come down to rule over Alteris with an iron fist. They let us do what we wanted to do. I'm confused. But either way, if other people learn how to reascend in their stead, they could abuse that power and Alteris would be in big trouble. So do you like file your horns or do you like... Charlie, please, this is important. <clears throat> it's, I, it's also important that I know how to take care of horns. Horn maintenance is an important part of your daily fiber. They just grow. Stay on point. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, if I, we don't be, if I don't become a god again... I will die, and so will my arm. Ooh, yeah, no, that's bad. Also, you dying is bad. Yeah. I do, I, I do think about you in the way that one would if they were concerned for your safety. Of me or my arm? Both. I love you both equally. Bye. I think you could help us out, Charlie. At least point us in the right direction of where we need to go. Anything for my mother. Weird. What? You can just kind of scratch his ear. Hey, mama. <laughs> he thinks I'm his mom. Yeah, she made me. She cared for me. She carried me for nine months, and then I poof, I magically appeared. I will oh. tell you the story of how Charlie transferred transportation transmutation became a thing after he answers us yeah it's true uh she carried me for nine months and then poof i have magic hey charlie so how do we go about getting our guard sparks oh geez, i didn't really it was that important jeez it's really easy just go complete your champions quests champions the quests? tasks proves your worth <clears throat> prove your worth almighty warrior and you shall ascend to godhood and pancakes will be there. Because that's what everybody looks forward to. There are pancakes. Nim? Yeah? Whip us up a batch of pancakes. Oh, I don't know what pancakes are. You talk to plants. Ask, What's that got to do with pancakes? Ask them to make me pancakes. They don't know what pancakes are. So. So we have to go and do our uh, what champions quest thing? Is that what you're saying, Charlie? Yes. It's going to be a daring adventure with danger and and and, and disaster and, and lots of spooky, spooky ghosts and, and monsters and mayhem and possibly spaghetti sandwiches. Spaghetti sandwiches. What's spaghetti? It's dangerous. It's very messy. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's like a noodle that you sometimes you can whoosh, smack people in the face with. It's great for comedy. Okay. You make noodles to smack people in the face. With? Do you know? Do you <laughs> what know would where you use noodles for? Charlie, Charlie. Do you know where yeah, we yeah. begin our epic adventure? Yes. Where? In the place you last left your items. My items were on me, though. I'd go look there first. Wow. I I can't get there. You know who would do a lot better at this explaining thing? Who? 
Colonel Mustard. Where can we find Colonel Mustard? In space. How do we get to space? Charlie takes his hat off and throws it onto the ground and goes, in there. I'm going to look in the hat. It is an inside of a hat. I'm going to like try put my hand into it. Your hand sinks into it. Like, yeah. Well, space. As I heard the kids say, YOLO. Well, well, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hey, Osman, I'm really sorry to ask this, but do you, um, do you think we could have some better equipment? In like, space. I, I, I would like some better armor, maybe a couple more weapons. To go to space. Yeah, I suppose you can. Sweet. Space. Try it. Anytime you say something, if you say in space afterwards, it makes it ten times cooler. Not really. Charlie got lost. In space. <laughs> I see the I see the incentive there. If you all could just take Charlie with you, that would be great. <laughs> we can we can try to get him. I can't go in the hat. Hair. I wear the hat. I can't. I can't go in the hat. Isn't gonna lose my hat. Do you want me to lose? I my probably hat? have some old, not super old, but I got some equipment. I'm sure. In space. Not in space, Charlie. <laughs> you know somebody that has a special whistle. In. Who brought the dog in here? I hear growling. The child did. Space. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hear growling in space? <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares for the rest of my life now because of that. <laughs> so the equipment Osman gives you guys will be your starting gear equipment. So go ahead and pick out what you wanted initially from your starting equipment. Everybody got your equipment? What equipment? Yes. Okay. So here we go. You're all equipped it up. You're ready to go. I don't have a pet yet. And Charlie's hat is on the ground. Nobody gives a fuck about your pet. (laughs) I'm going to jump in. Everyone have a safe trip. Thank you, Wiseman. Yep. Generous as always. (laughs) You are a star in space. Yeah, Osmond rolls his eyes and goes back to his desk and starts tinkering. In space, Osmond, space, space. I'm gonna put the book back where I got it from. <laughs> uh, I need Veda to roll a perception. Oh, excuse me. There was me shit my pants. <laughs> that Os- is eighteen. Okay, so as you are walking towards the hat, you happen to peer out of the corner of your eye a head of what looks like a robotic dog, and it kind of piques your interest. Hey, Osman, what's that? Don't know, don't care, I'm kind of busy. Okay, mine now. (laughs) Charlie grabs it runs over to you and goes, Mama likes the dog? 
Mama gets the dog. It's growling right now. I don't like dogs. <laughs> I do not like dogs. I'm going to take the dog head. It's, it's growling. <laughs> okay. Into the hole. This is a cute little... This is a cute little dog head. Nim, look at the cute little dog head. Aw. Where's its body? Osmond, like, without even looking up, just kind of points to another pile. <laughs> I'll, go I'll go dig it out and bring it over to Veda. There's no body in there. What? Then why'd she point there? Or he point there? Because Osmond can. Because Osmond can. <laughs> yeah, like, he pointed, like, the pile he pointed at is like a pile of scraps. So it's like, build your own body. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. So who's jumping in next? So Veda just kind of sidetracks and like is trying to find pieces to make a body for this dog head. <laughs> you want high or low? Low. Okay. You managed to find what looks like a opposable appendage, aka a tentacle. You could probably attach it to this thing. Just the tentacle? Yep. On a, head on a tentacle. Head on a tentacle. <laughs> it's a dog snake? <laughs> yep. She's going to keep looking. Like, she's going to have the tentacle, but keep looking. Nothing else. Well, I can't just attach a head to a tentacle. She can't. Watch. Uh -oh. Charlie takes the tentacle, jams into the dog head, spins it a little bit, and you hear a click, and the dog head animates, and it just... <laughs> and the entire tentacle is wagging back and forth. You're welcome. Dog snake. You know what? Whatever. I'm just going to take the dog snake and then I'm going to jump in the hat. Dog snake. <laughs> you created it and then I'm going to follow Veda. So as you're jumping into the whole Nim, mm -hmm. Charlie kind of goes to try to push you in and he misses and falls on the ground. <laughs> ha ha! So, when you all fall, you fall through this void of just pitch black darkness. You feel as if not only the happiness is drained from you, but the color is drained from you. As you look at your skin, it becomes paler and paler, and eventually it's just a white tinge. And when you land, you are in a magnificently tall, wide, and never-ending room with these white pillars and just books lining the walls. And in front of you in this drab room is a pale skinned deformed humanoid looking through a book. The only thing of any color in this room is the books that line the walls. Hello? Hello. Um, where are we? 
you're in my library. Also known as the public bathroom. Not that, Charlie, please. But it is the public bathroom. Also known as the Infinium Sanctorum. Public bathroom. Um, And we're in space? No, you're in a different plane of existence. Space. Not space. Charlie is the only other thing in this room that has any sort of color to him. My name is Typhus. I am the record keeper. Smart words equal, hi, I'm a nerd. I read books. Yes, I read books, but I also write them. I write the history and the the present and history of all planets within my known existence, which is to say almost infinite. Multiverse. How he knows that word is beyond me. Spanish class. Not Spanish. Okay. Um... But what has brought... Why has Charlie brought to you before me? They want to learn how to make pancakes. So we need our God Sparks back. We fell, and Charlie said we needed to go on an epic adventure, and uh, I asked him where we would get started on our epic adventure, and he brought us to you. Well, you don't need to go on an epic adventure, I wouldn't say. More of a... Mission quest thing, if you will. Pancakes. <clears throat> You're here to find your God Sparks. Yep. How to make pancakes. That's what How I said. How to make pancakes. Yep. What he is trying to say is you need to find your items. And I'm assuming he told you where you left them. And I can only surmise he means possibly where you found them originally yep to make pancakes you need to get into the batter you need to elbow it and get into the batter that is what she said (laughs) but yes you need to go find them where you originally acquired them no no see no that is wrong you need to go find them where you last left them is what I said. Which translates in Charlie Knees to where they originally were created. Right. All right. So yes. after we get our items, then what? You can speak Spanish again. As you acquire them, they should give you your power. Because those items are tied to you. So where they were created is where the magic is being held by them. So as you acquire them, whether it be in a vault or in a random dungeon somewhere or on a hillside stuck in a stone, um, you will slowly get your powers back as you acquire the items that you have lost. Your god sparks, so to say, are not a spark, more they have been split up into the items that you have lost. Your arm, uh, your swords, your armor, your, I can't remember yours. Leaf armor. Yes, your leaf armor. Um, staff. Staff. Veda's just looking at Charlie. 
when you said arm. Yeah, the arm is very important to Charlie. Very, very important. Yep. Very, very, very. That's how I continue to speak Spanish. But where I got the arm was your belly. Yeah, that might be an issue. So you're going to make this awkward for all of us, huh? I'm just saying that's where I got the arm. (sighs) I haven't felt this violated. if Typhus says it's where we got them... No. I feel like this is a violation of my human rights. You're not human. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. You're not a person. <laughs> <laughs> well, in his own right, Charlie is a being of existence. Uh, yeah, I'm a real boy. Hey, Charlie. Uh, it's best to just agree with him sometimes. I know. I'm coughing up my arm. Okay. Oh, okay. What? Oh, he said what? Oh. Okay, so if the the arm is in your belly because that's where it was created and where I got it, so it's probably in your belly. Um, where else would it be then, Charlie? Where did you originally find Charlie? Where did I come from, Mom? He was a bag of. He was a bag of. I'm fully aware of his start. <gasps> Can we read them the bedtime story? Uh, if you a... want to. <gasps> So Charlie scampers off and grips a book off of the shelf. Be careful with it, please. And like two more books fall on the ground. And he goes, they were like that when I found it. I'm going to like use telekinesis to put them back. So he skips over to you and hands you a book. And it is literally titled The Origins of Charlie Transmutation. All right. I'm going to start reading it. So, So as you open to the first page. It starts talking about how there is a deity. It doesn't name the deity, but it says the deity of deceit and lies created the bag of devouring. This bag, this particular bag, and was created for the intent purpose of causing chaos for those on the mortal plane. However, this bag was used in a way that altered its very code. Its very existence was changed and became a bag of infinite holding. This bag was created from the magic of the Feywild. What are you shaking your head no for? Because hair and gone are in the Feywild. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, himself as well. yep. I was like, yeah, no, I know how it fucking got made. Why are you arguing? <clears throat> the magic that created this bag stems from the Feywild, which is why it, out of all bags, changed in the way it did. It was made in a special way. Once there, the rest of the story, you know. Very, very, very well. As you gave Charlie the rest of his life. Okay, so does that mean we have to go to the Feywild? Yes! Uh, No. Space? No. It'll be fine. No. It'll be okay. No. There's gigantic rabbits. Yes. Also, frog people. I. Okay, but and butterfly I, kitties. I conquered my fear of regular rabbits. I want a butterfly kitty. But 
Mm-hmm. I will. This rabbit was like almost as tall as me. I can tell you that the Herengons are a very peaceful people. Yeah. They will not harm you. In fact, a lot of them are very helpful and are pacifists, really. They, and they have sweet ninja moves. There's only one that I have written about that was overtly violent, but that was because she was forced into it, really. Poor Finley. <clears throat> yeah. Some called her a murderer, but I assure you her record remains clean. Sweet ninja moves, like I said. Yes. Sweet yeah. We She's very good with her fists. She's a monk. Yeah, ninja moves. Monk. See, Veda, she's a monk. She can't be that bad. Yes. No, that's not true. Shut up, Charlie. I bet. Charlie! Charlie! All right, all right. If they're peaceful, okay. Yes, they're extremely peaceful people. Until they kick you in the face. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. I got fire. Please don't burn them with fire. They're very peaceful. All right, Frost. We're going to make popsicles out of rabbits. (gasps) Thumper sickles. Thumper sickles. We're not gonna ki- listen. I don't. I'm terrified of them, but I'm not gonna go around killing a bunch of rabbits. Uh, that doesn't sound fun. What about the one rabbits, the Vorpal bunny? Yeah, didn't I, you murder a bunch of innocent little bunnies with scissor-like ears? I just took their ears. They grow back. That's even I worse. Don't think that's how bunnies work. Yeah, they they grow back. Rabbits are mammals. Their ears do not grow back. I assure you. Yeah. So out there, well, because of your age, these rabbits are long dead. But they suffered the rest of their lives without ears. Maybe they seek justice. They probably actually died of overheating because the ears on a rabbit are the way they regulate body temperature. So you. Probably froze them to death. Thank you so much you for the random. Probably froze them to death, or they overheated and died. No. Thank you so much for the random boring facts, old man. And now the family seek justice. I'm not old. I'm ageless. So There's a difference. It's old. How do we get to the Feywild? You're older than I am. So I am a kitten. I am cute. I am cuddly, and I love balls of yarn. So how do we get to the Feywild? Um, you travel on the mystical highway known as Route 66. You'll have to find a means of getting there. Yep. <clears throat> Being the god I am, I cannot interfere with this. He says, he says no. So you didn't fall? No. No. Why, why didn't why didn't you fall? Why did Only we fall? Because and- he didn't trip. <laughs> I don't understand it either. I am still in the middle of trying to figure this out. I myself have no idea what's going on. How Charlie knows some of the things he does is beyond me. And how he is the second smartest person in this entire multiverse is shocking. Sweet. Oh. <clears throat> Well, and I will have to say that your friend, uh, oh shit, I forgot his name, Osmond, Osmond is tied for number three, the smartest person on Alteris. Tied with who? An old man. His wisdom comes at a price, but. <clears throat> He's talking about Smelly. Who's Smelly? <laughs> He's got Madlock. mushrooms coming out of his toenails. Madlock. He is crazy old man. 
He is... I would advise you to only seek his wisdom. If, if you have pancakes. If Osmond is absolutely tired of talking to you. <clears throat> yeah. And even then... I see Osmond being tired. Even then, I don't know where he's at. He's kind of disappeared from my view. So... He's making pancakes. And I can see quite a bit. But... <laughs> he is... I want to say he is an expert at planar travel. You could probably talk to Osmond again or seek somebody else, but he is an expert at planar travel. He Mm -hmm. kind of bounces from here to there, but you'll have to find him if you want to use him. That's, like I said, sparingly. And don't eat any mushrooms he offers you. Also wear a bathing suit from now on when you shower. Because he sees everything. So, uh, Charlie, can you get us at least get us back? I can send you back to Alteris, back to where you initially came to my plane, but I can't take you anywhere else. Yeah, no free rides, lady. I just, I mean, that's fine. I'm fine with just getting back. Can I take him back on the choo choo train? I suppose. (laughs) What's a train? All aboard! It's something fascinating that he is introduced into this plane, although it's not your time to see it. So, as Charlie shouts at the top of his lungs all aboard, a giant locomotive of multiple colors kind of looks like one you would have, like one of those Tonka ones. It's like red, blue, yellow. It looks like a toy train comes chugging into the room and it blows off like a little whistle. And he is now magically in the window with a conductor's outfit on. <laughs> he says, all aboard means get the fuck on. Nim, do you see this thing? This thing is cool. It's my sweet ride. But we're not supposed to. Okay. Sure. I'm railroading you. Oh, my God. Don't say that again, Charlie. <laughs> At least I didn't say I'm running the train. I'm like jumping on. I was going to say, at least you're not saying railing them. (laughs) That's even worse, I imagine. I'm getting on the train. (laughs) Baneer's going to climb on as well. He's just been standing around like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, Attention passengers, please keep your hands and feet and wings and beaks and horns and possible extra appendages alien freaks on board at all times also uh pay the guy in the front with the funny looking hat that's me extra money because i'm poor thank you for choosing to ride charlie transportations express fuck you except mom i like her right well, like I said, seek your items out in the places that they were created. All right. And on that, the train takes off at astonishing speeds and arrives in front of the clock tower, not clock tower. <laughs> not so clock tower? The not so clock tower of Miles Byer. That was a lot of fun, Charlie. 
That was great. That's Veneer's, what we call space. Veneer is going to like jump out of that and be like, if we never do that again, that is going to be completely fine with me. Good lord. I like trains. That was fun. It was terrifying. It was too fast. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll go bug Osman again, see if he can take us to uh, Feywild. And on that note, that's where we're going to end this episode. So thank you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. Hey, everybody. It's the Almighty Grit. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these and we're going to keep getting better. Big shout out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome. Incredible. We love you. Without all of you, this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, intro, outro, we're done by Joseph McDade. Wonderful artist. Go check him out. Links in the show notes below. And if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics, you can go check out one of our other shows on the Robots Radio Network, Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries, or Cyberpunk, our Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. Or you can join us on Patreon, where we post all our episodes ad-free and exclusive episodes. Next one coming up, Dungeons & Dragons Mad Libs. And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on Discord at the Robots Radio Network Discord. Links in the show notes below. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at 4 underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know. Leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. <laughs> and it helps us grow. Uh, tell a friend. We love welcoming new friends of our own. Till next time, everybody. Keep those crits natural. <laughs>